1: Today, of course, is primary day in the state of Connecticut, and I've sort of outlined throughout the morning that, you know, listen, the, the Republican race for Senate is seems to be the most headlining story. I mean, you have Themis Clardis, Leora Levy, and Peter Lumage. Levy, just last week, got the support of uh, former President Donald Trump. Um, Clardis is the party's nominee, and we'll see what happens there. And then we have Secretary of the State, where there are two candidates on each side, and the Democratic race for Treasurer. Those, I think, are the three the three statewide races that people can vote on. Uh, we want to talk about it a little bit with Chris Keating from the Hartford Current. Uh Good morning, Chris. How are you?
2: Good morning. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm good. I mean, listen, we've been talking about – I've talked to all the candidates, I think, in Secretary of the State and, and Senate. We didn't focus so much on the treasurer's race. Um, I, I think the the race that people are focused on the most is that Senate race between Lumage, Levy, and Claridis. But before we get to that, I, I just want to talk about the general sense. You know, Denise Merrill, is she trying to get ahead of things? I mean, it, was, it wasn't it was just an informal, you know, like this is what's the, the X's and O's of primary day. It's, it sounded like from all the excerpts I saw that she's trying to get ahead of a real disappointing number when it comes to turnout.
2: Yeah, yeah. She was uh, adding up all these different factors and said that uh, uh, there would be a low turnout. I, I guess it makes sense. I mean, this heat wave is kind of crazy. And sometimes we forget it when we're sitting in our air conditioning. But, I mean, for a lot of people, there's just no incentive to get out. Um, They would rather stay inside. So the heat wave, and and, uh, as you said, there's no marquee governor's race that gets people to the polls. If you remember, just four years ago, there was a five-way governor's race. So if you got five major campaigns, and Stefanowski won that one, as you recall, five major campaigns trying to get out the vote um uh, there's been a little bit less than that this time around. And each of the past, you know, five or six Augusts, uh, you know, you would have Malloy versus Lamont, or you would have a right. fairly big marquee race, and we don't necessarily have that this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, it does make sense. I mean, these these primaries, they they also don't get big numbers to begin with. I think Daniela Altamari put out that 2006 was the, the highest turnout um when it was yes. uh, lamont against against lieberman and that turnout in 06 was 43 percent, which is a huge number i mean that's almost three times what they're expecting today uh the political environment's different um, do you think if they had that because i i've i've sort of and again like forget about this just your reporting just as someone who knows this stuff and has covered a long time I, i've been railing on this this primary date i just it feels way too late
2: yeah, well, uh, what the background on that is the legislature did change it to this date in August. In other words, for many, many years, it was in September. And what happened in September, uh, the different parties, specifically mostly the Dems, I would say, uh, felt it was too late to recover. In other words, say you vote on September 9th, September 10th. It's pretty late in the game, and if you've spent all your money, uh, there's not – there's basically two months turnaround time to get it done. And so the thought process was September was absolutely too late. But I think, August is, I think
1: August is too, and I think what I've learned in just being in this role for the uh, short amount of time I've had, I mean, there, there's a lot of little nuances that are heavily in the incumbent's favor when it comes to elections in Connecticut. And one of them is even August is, is – so basically you, the, whoever wins this has three months to get after somebody who might have five times the amount of money and ten times the name recognition, right? But if you put it in June even or May – it, you know, it basically doubles the amount of time these people can campaign. It does seem a little unfair to challengers.
2: Well, it is true. I mean, uh, today's August 9th. Tomorrow morning, August 10th, whoever wins it, a lot of these candidates will wake up with no money yeah. um, because basically what you want to do, you want to spend all your money to try to win today. So uh, somebody like Themis Claratus, uh, theoretically would wake up tomorrow with no money or very, very little money. That's what happened to uh, De Stefano. Uh, in 2006, and he got crushed by Jody Rowe in November. Um, so, yes, uh, but, uh, you know, at least in the U.S. Senate race, back to that, people say that money will come in from Washington and the super PACs and all that, and so there will be money.
1: We're talking with Chris Keating of the Hartford Current. you know, obviously doing a little preview of uh, primary day here in Connecticut. Uh, what are your thoughts on, I mean, we, I, and again, like, you're a journalist and reporter, I know, but I'm just curious of, you know, your thoughts on Trump chiming in on this uh, Republican Senate campaign?
2: Well, that will definitely have an impact. Uh, The biggest question is how much of the impact will be. And also the timing you mentioned about things being late. Excuse me. If Trump had chimed in three weeks ago, a month ago, uh, it could have been used a lot more in uh, campaign commercials, et cetera, et cetera. Levy does uh, mention it in her commercials. Now it's kind of flashed across the green and says Trump endorsed. But it's a little late in the game. They had this tele-rally last night at, you know, eight o'clock last night. It's a little late in the game. Obviously, today, everybody's already decided who they're going to vote for. They might have decided two weeks ago. Who knows? Um, So Trump will definitely have an impact. Absolutely. Uh, The question is, how much?
1: Yeah. And of course, you know, then you have the challenge of, whether people like or dislike Richard Blumenthal, he's been in the political game in Connecticut for decades, and you know his name recognition is high. I mean, how big a challenge is it, regardless who wins this primary, to unseat someone like Richard Blumenthal?
2: Well, one one other thing, back to the money in round numbers, Blumenthal's got about eight million dollars, uh, give or take eight million dollars uh, in cash on hand, and all the other candidates, like I said, the three of them. Uh, after today, we'll probably have less than a hundred thousand, maybe zero right. so uh it's a, that's a big, big, big advantage for Blumenthal and as you know, Blumenthal's already been running t v commercials, which okay. normally you wouldn't be doing that at this stage, but I guess what Blumenthal knows is a lot of people are watching t v people are some people enough people are paying attention to the primary, so he figures he gets his name in there and runs his commercials but His commercials are on pretty frequently, I would say.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's also this, you know, listen, even though he's an incumbent with high name recognition, it's a midterm when the person of his party is in the White House, which is always uh, net negative. And also that that president right now isn't particularly popular, at least according to you know the polls. So uh, maybe I think there's a lot of Democrats that are feeling a little bit more heat because it's a midterm with a Democratic president. And so there's there's a little bit more nervousness on that side uh, real quick before we let you go we're talking of course with uh... chris keating with the Hartford current secretary of the state i mean we have stephanie thomas uh... state rep maritza bond who's runs the health the health um... in new haven and then you have state rep terry wood against dominic rapini uh... you know i again i'm not asking you to pick a winner here but any particular campaigns or messages that resonate because to me like it's just a little more tamp down it's 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 a job that it's not an easy job, and there's a lot of stuff that's not that, not that fun about it either. Yeah, those are lower profile. I
2: would say the uh, the name recognition of those four candidates that you mentioned are not very high. However, uh, all four of them are banging the drum. All four of them, um, uh, they pretty much all have uh, public financing. They're sending out mailers. You know, they're showing up at your house or whatever. All uh, television commercials. All four of them are, are basically doing a good job to, to get their name out there. However, um, they're not household names, and none of those four have held statewide office. Um, and so it's, it's difficult. It's difficult, really, to get your name out. Probably each, each of the four probably has a strong uh, regional support. In other words, Terry Wood is down in Darien, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They, people are known in their area. But beyond that, it's uh, probably not.
1: Real quick, have there been changes in polling locations like across the state or is that, you know, because I was talking with Joey, our executive producer off, off, off mic, and he said that he's heard some of that. Is that factor in any reporting? Have you heard anything about that stuff?
2: I don't think there's any big uh, changing. The only time they change it, you know, if they're renovating a school, uh, which happens a lot. If they're renovating a school, you might get switched around in your town. But in general, in general, uh, it's pretty much the same uh, traditional okay. polling locations.
1: All right, listen, great stuff. As always, you can read his material at current.com slash politics. His name, as you should know it, is Christopher Keating. And we appreciate the time, as always, Chris. Thank
2: you, Brian. Thank you.
1: All right. Uh, The headline is Connecticut Voters Head to the Polls Tuesday. Officials fear low turnout. Chris Keating at current.com.